Hello, everyone. I'm here for one of my stories. This is Lindsay Dunn. And today I wanted to come on here and do a review of the new Mission Impossible movie. It's called Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One. That's right. It's only a part one of several, which, you know, is sort of a pet peeve of mine. But here we are. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning is directed by Christopher McQuarrie, who has directed the last two movies with the screenplay by Macquarie and Eric Gendrison, which has been a writer on all the movies and in the original TV series. So this guy has seen it all. It is starring, of course, Tom Cruise, Haley Atwell, Rebecca Ferguson, Vanessa Kirby, Palm Clemente, Isai Morales, Simon Pegg, Shay Wiggum, Carrie Elway, Ving Rames, and Henry Zerny, and many other people who I will not name. This, this franchise has been going on for 27 years now, since 1996. I'm going to speak from the heart here, guys. I have always really liked these movies. They're action-packed. They're everything you want out of an action movie. The movies have always been great and enjoyable. They're movies that my dad liked, so they're kind of dad movies for me. I've grown to love them more in the last chapters. But at a certain point, they the group has become much more of a family. And when you think about it, Henry Zerny, who plays Kittredge, you've never seen me angry, Kittredge. This guy's been there from the beginning. Also, Ving Rhames as Luther. And then you have, we had characters like Simon Pegg, who has been with Ethan since Mission Impossible 3. And then Rebecca Ferguson, as Elsa, shows up in Mission Impossible, when she, she shows up in Rogue Nation, which I believe is the fifth movie. They can be kind of hard to keep track of. So going into this movie, I was very pumped because I have really loved the last two movies and especially Fallout. They've always been fun, but I guess for me in many ways, they've been just another born identity, just another James Bond. It's just the last few movies, the ones that have been directed by Christopher McQuarrie that I feel like that has amped up even further. And I'm not sure exactly what it is that makes it so much better, but it feels like the gravity has somehow increased around this character of Ethan Hunt. And he's not just doing these missions now to complete missions. It's much more about the family, his, the, his chosen family, which is Luther, Luther... Benji and Ilsa he's accumulated these people that are close to him and so there's just this change now where it's a much more there's a much more emotion to it and that is something a lot of franchises lack the main antagonist is this AI villain known as the entity and so that raises the stakes a little higher. Plus, it's very culturally relevant because a lot of people are talking about AI now, the dangers of AI, the possibilities of AI. And so it involves this, there's this entity that 
is that Ethan is trying to thwart. The entity is also paired with and in some ways represented by this figure from Ethan's past known as Gabriel. And again, as someone who's not a diehard fan who knows all the trivia, I did a cursory search. He's supposed to be connected to Ethan's past, but I don't see that he has actually shown up in any previous uh, previous material, as in previous movies or even part of the TV show. But it might be something that is a known part of Ethan's story, but has been sort of only mentioned in passing. So you have this character that's the entity who's the real threat. And then you have this human character. And then you have all these other characters by proxy that become antagonists because you also always have, of course, law-abiding, a law-abiding citizens who are in some ways also have their own thing. Like they see Ethan as a threat to human decency or people that are trying to figure things out in the legit way. And they see him as like a rogue person that doesn't take orders and kind of goes off on his own. So you have this, there's this trope, you know, the man on the run or out of time. And so these are, these are traditional action tropes that happen. So as you have these, the main threat who he's really trying to stop. And then you have all these smaller th threats that go under that people that are standing in his way from getting this done or obstacles or people that are sort of thugs for Gabriel. Um, to, in order to thwart this entity, you have to have this key and there's two parts to the key. But the problem is because the entity is an AI and it learns things it's almost the entity knows what Ethan's going to do and that what his team is going to do even before they do it so there's a lot to to t you could talk about here there's a lot that goes into it it gets a little complicated but basically it's Ethan trying to stop travesty from happening with his friends helping him but at the same time Ethan always feels like he needs to protect his friends as far as the action, it is, as you would expect, nonstop action. There are some really notable scenes without getting, giving away any spoilers. There is an awesome train sequence at the end. You know, I love a train sequence. My dad's in trains. You almost have this snowpiercer effect happening where at each car, there's a different obstacle. As soon as you have completed one obstacle there's just another one coming and so even though you feel like oh they saved it just in the nick of time well there's another <laughs> obstacle then that comes right after there's also this what i'm going to call the anti-chase sequence in all action movies there's these great car chase scenes and there's always fast cars and somebody driving confidently and recklessly all over town well in this case, what they did was they gave Ethan and another character a very small compact car and they weren't sure how to operate the car. So there's this whole sequence where the car's not going anywhere and it's just driving in circles. And it's almost like a clever take on what you'd call the anti-chase scene. So I felt like 
hey, it was action packed, but they also cleverly spun upon some of those things so that it goes a little bit of a different way. These movies, of course, are depend on the chemistry of the characters at this point to kind of keep us going, the team. And, you know, some of these characters, like I said, have been here for multiple movies now, mainly Ethan, Luther, and Benji, and now and Ilsa is now part of that family. And these guys are tight and you they care for one another and that so it makes their partnership that much sweeter. The main bad guy, which is which I mentioned, besides the entity, this character of Gabriel, played by Eastai Morales, he's okay. I didn't I didn't think he was that interesting to be honest with you maybe part of it was because i don't fully understand his connection to ethan's past obviously he killed somebody that ethan cared about but i didn't feel like he was as dangerous or threatening as this as the other guy from the previous the previous chapters i'm of course talking about sean harris as solomon lane I thought he was a devious bad guy. And just this Gabriel dude doesn't doesn't really doesn't really seem as threatening as that guy did. Now this idea of the entity, that's that's a pretty cool concept because it's so different and also it is able to invade into places where a human character wouldn't because he can invade the comms and all that kind of stuff. So he wasn't, he was okay. I thought Palm Clemente, who plays Paris, who's kind of his thug for hire. Now she was great. Now we've mainly seen her as Mantis in the Guardians of the Galaxy series. And she's kind of the comedic relief. Getting to see her play this kind of character who's very different is great. Her performance is riveting. She's a great antagonist and there's a surprising turn of events that comes with her character. There's a few decisions made with the characters I don't necessarily agree with. I'm really not sure why they felt they needed to bring in this Haley Atwell character. She's great. Um, we know I know her mainly from Captain America and from the Avengers movies. Rebecca Ferguson playing Ilsa. Her chemistry with Tom Cruise as Ethan Hunt is so tremendous and so great. I'm just not sure why they decided they needed to muddy the waters and bring in yet another female who is going to have chemistry with Ethan Hunt. I mean, I guess that's kind of the thing every movie, just like James Bond always has to have some romantic figure, you know, she's, Ethan Hunt also has to, but why do they have to keep bringing in different women? I mean, his wife, then we had Ilsa, we also had Vanessa Kirby, or, I mean, she's still in there, but, and it's like, they always have to bring in all these women that want Ethan <laughs> or, or like him so much. So I don't know. I just, I was like, why are you muddying the waters with this extra character? Now, she did she did fine, and she has an interesting turn of events. A lot of the people we meet in these movies, they're agents, and she's just like a common cr criminal thief that gets brought into this, and Ethan sees something in her and decides 
to try to bring her into the fold. I just didn't know why overall that was necessary. But yeah, of course, these characters are great. I love seeing, obviously, love seeing being Rhymes. Simon Pegg as Benji is awesome. You root for these guys and they're, they're at this point, they're a family. Rebecca Ferguson, I love, I mean, she's my girl crush. Besides Lashana Lynch, it's Rebecca Ferguson ever since Rose the Hat. And then, of course, Ilsa in the Mission Impossible movies. So having her in the movie is icing on the cake. So I would be really surprised if this doesn't um, this doesn't do just as well as the new Top Gun, Top Gun Maverick. That was notable because everybody was able to watch it. This is pretty much the same thing. This is all the things that you want. So I expect that this is going to do very fine, do very well financially. And that it will draw a lot of people to the box office. So this is going to be the big blockbuster. I mean, Oppenheimer is going to be the thinking man's movie. Barbie is going to be the gossip glitz and glamour movie of the summer. But this is going to be the blockbuster, the big blockbuster for this summer. That is my review of this movie, and I hope you enjoyed hearing it. Please let me know in the comments what you hope for in this movie, and I'll see you next time on one of my stories. Bye!